What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Splash Bandicoot, bringing you back another great episode of Nostalgic Plays. With me, as always, is... Austin Powers, baby, ready to talk another week of sports, uh, starting with NFL football and then overrated athletes. Yeah, and you already know who's all, who's gonna be on the mic right here, right now. Yeah, yeah, you already know who I'll be. L O C D O Triple G in the place to be. I'm so gangsta, I did four drive-bys with one can of twisted tea. Fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, how you guys doing? Pretty damn good. Ready for some football, ready for some UFC, ready to eat some food. Oh, that's right, man. I'm just chilling like a villain, you know what I'm saying? After this episode is over, I'm going to go oh. stimulate the mind, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Who mans is this? Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're ready. Oh, it's about to be a good Saturday. I'll tell you that much. So we got yeah. we got we got an action pack. Another great week of sports. An action packed day, and uh, and we and we heard and we heard some uh, interesting events that went on during the week, such as James Harden getting traded to to the Nets, a soap opera that's about to start. Yep. Or if you want to say with Kyrie, with Kyrie's attitude lately, it probably got a head start. <laughs> What's your take on the trade, Alex? Uh, who's Alex? Oh. Splash Bandicoot. Gil, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have just said Splash, but okay. <laughs> I, I had to say the full name after making a mistake. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so, it's not like if I call Loke Dog Brian, so... Hey, bro, don't be giving up. Don't be giving up. <laughs> there you go. Does it make you feel better, bro? <laughs> well, <maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> See, makes you feel better. All right, all good. So, I digress. Uh, I don't know. If, it, if Kyrie doesn't play the whole year, it might not be as bad. But with Kyrie, yeah, it's going to. Yeah, it's. It's. It, it's a, it's a, shit's about to explode right in front of their faces. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one, Sparty. Um, it seems like Brooklyn gave up damn near their entire bench mob for James Harden, so it's like they they ain't gonna really have no depth like that <laughs> if they even decide to make like a a real good deep run in the playoffs, and then. On top of that, James Harden bringing all that baggage, and I ain't just talking about his belly. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he bringing all that baggage he, he he had in Houston with all the the shenanigans that went over there. Uh-huh. And quite built, frankly, built like Mark Henry. <laughs> and uh, quite frankly, I just I honestly think like Houston's gonna do way better now that the Harden bug has been lifted off of them. Because they got Victor Oladipo and and you got John Wall, Victor Oladipo, and DeMarcus Cousins. That's pretty solid right there. And, so. and Christian Wood been playing well. Yeah, yeah. And who's in um making a come up? So yeah, I don't see. I see the Nets a second round exit in the playoffs if they do make the playoffs. 
<laughs> even as a top, even as a top three seed. Yeah, like <laughs> something's gonna go wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of finger pointing. Oh yeah, especially if Kyrie's not playing. So <laughs> and then oh. KD and Harden, like nah. the funny. I, that was I, a funny I, what Barkley said. You ever heard what he said the other day? No, what he said. Uh, KD went from from being with the Splash Brothers to now the Dribble Brothers. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I see that. That's a fool, man. If he's not wrong, but he's not wrong. Yeah, there's gonna be. A, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of isolation. Yeah, I, I think those two players dribble more than any other players in the NBA right now. Yeah, what are your thoughts on the on the whole uh, thing, uh, Austin? Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's it's gonna maybe work out very similar to the, the Miami Heat when they assembled. Is you know they got enough talent to win them a you know a couple playoff series, but you know when they face a team that's got the chemistry and a, a, a talent themselves, I think they're gonna run into some problems. And I don't think they're gonna win it this first year, but I think they'll get a championship maybe uh, a couple years down the road. Yeah, we'll see how this plays out. I don't. I don't think Nash is a bad coach. I mean, he's he's able to adjust. Yeah. Yeah. So we got that on the way, and then this pains me to talk about this. The Bears make are now are the stop Bears <laughs> are making are now becoming the laughing stock of the NFL. Does anybody want to take? Does anybody want to? Does anybody want to want to take the field on this one? On what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got something to say. Uh, stop smoking that crack. <laughs> <laughs> crack is whack, kids. Crack is whack. Crack is whack, kids. Well, you can go, Austin. My bad. <laughs> You're good, Brian. Uh, sorry. Uh, um. I think that, you know, I watched the entire podcast that they had interviewing both those guys, you know, Matt Nagy and um, the GM, and they just, they, they kept saying the same things over and over again. There's no solution. I mean, the ownership clearly doesn't know what they're doing, and it was just a lot of excuses, a lot of working around the questions, and I mean, it's, I don't even know if I could call myself a Bears fan right now until they make some ownership or GM, you know, changes, because it's, it's just embarrassing. I mean, the, the whole team's just um, all over the place. And, you know, if you saw the schedule that dropped this week, they're going to have a really tough season coming up. And mm. I think big changes need to be made at the end of the season. Oh, yeah. And we're talking about next season. That's the fucked up. That's the shitty part about this. Yeah, I know. It, oh, my God. It, so where do I begin? <laughs> the biggest <laughs> Bears fan ever. Bro, man, I'm a diehard, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm there through the thick and thin. So if anybody want to question my loyalty, well, he, well, now you know. <laughs> talk your shit, D. Yeah. <laughs> talk, uh, talk your does shit. It, does it make sense to anybody when you heard Ryan Pace is still learning on the job? You mean to tell me six no. years learning on the job? <laughs> He's still <laughs> learning on the job? Yeah, it's embarrassing. Like. What kind of bullshit are you? What kind of bullshit are you trying to fool us? It's like, oh, like, uh, how many more? How many more years is he gonna get to 
to hire the right coach or the right, or get the right quarterback or get offensive linemen. And and, and, I, and I, it just it just baffles me that they really believe that they have a good culture of what sucking <laughs> of having eight eight and six and ten records for the next two seasons. No. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, give, give me a I, break. I don't think that the, the, the ownership actually believes in them. I think, you know, after the season, how, they didn't want to pay. They didn't, I don't that's think... exactly what it is. They, they, they didn't make money this year because of, you know, of COVID. And now they yeah. don't want to spend money on another coach. So and they did, I think yeah, that's part of it. They didn't want to pay them the whatever contract they had left. Yep. 100% that's agree. Still, yeah, that, that still doesn't make excuses. Like if you really can't, like, go ahead. I was like, honestly, if I was in his shoes, I would have hit his ass with an ultimatum right there. Like, bro, if you can't get us at least two playoff wins, bro, you gone, bro. Not even. Oh no, if yeah, you, yeah, if you can't get us at least two playoff wins, if you can't even at least get us past a wild card, ain't no, ain't no point of you being here, like. This next, so they, the season they should have been this. fired. They should have been fired after the game. It's a, yeah. I mean, it, that that was just pitiful. I'm willing to bet you, the chairman, uh, George McCaskey. I'll bet you his grandfather, who's the founder of the franchise and the NFL, is rolling over his grave. Man. Just watching this ship. Yeah. Just wa- Just watching the the sink ship. Watching the ship sink. Yeah, it's uh, yep. embarrassing. I, I know, you know, they, they oh. can't have faith in George at this point. I mean, the guy has no idea what he's doing. You know, he just uh, – he worked he, around every question he, he got. And... He's a – yeah, he – you know, he's a – you know, I've, I actually have met him a few times. Great guy, but as far as – is I don't know if it, it's actually him that's that's doing, making these decisions or he or it's his mom that's making the ha, – has a final say on these things. Virginia? Yeah. Either way, they need uh they need new ownership. I mean, this team clearly doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, they they built it so poorly. They're not willing to spend money to make the it, team good. I think that the business they do is so outdated. Hundred percent. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's looking like a, I don't even think minor league teams, the G leagues, minor league teams. I don't think they even do that. Not even the London silly nanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just embarrassing. It's it's like, God, I'm I, you know, I, I'm trying to you know trying to stay cool because I know I have a lot to say and it's gonna take the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sparing everybody yeah, time as far as as far as uh, just get your shit together because uh, personally I would have fired them. I mean, God. That was just a shit show. And then you want to say progress? What the hell you mean progress? <laughs> progress of of, ta- of a tanking season? Hey, they try to they try to reach that New York Jets level. <laughs> <laughs> They're just about to. Like, come on, man. Like even the like even the Browns, for God's sake, have made the right steps. And they and they yeah. they, they got the right people. Who seeks talent and look what has that resulted in? Winning their first playoff game 
in 25, over 25 years, their first road playoff yeah. win in over 50. Yeah, it's uh, it's an embarrassment. And I mean, I, if the ownership came out of that press conference and said, hey, let's be honest here. You know, I think we need to rebuild to an extent. I, I don't right. think the GM's here. I, I don't like it. You know, I can respect that. But he just kind of worked around. He's like, oh, let's give it yeah. another year. It's, like, that doesn't yeah. solve the problem. It's uh, no. right. It's, and I, there's there's no structure. No. And you need structure to get no. to, to get shit done. And and if you would have and have a plan in place, I'm willing to bet that all of us can agree. And I know most people can say, if you had a plan in place of this is this is what's gonna happen X Y Z, and we're gonna commit to it. Majority of the majority of the fans would say, okay. They will go with it. 100% agree. Mm. It's like, it's almost like listening to a politician. They're like, they get a question. They're like, oh, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking on it, but there's no real plan in place. Like, that's like what the Bears ownership yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at Trump now. He's about to get kicked to the curb on Wednesday. No, he got kicked off of all social media. That too, <laughs> but anyways, we digress. <laughs> we do that. <laughs> we're 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 not gonna want to get into that part. That part because yeah, yeah, yeah. because we already know oh, what's yeah. what and yeah. <laughs> anyways, anyways. So the question is, are they gonna bring Mitch back? And if you ask me, he played less less than admirable game. So. I don't think he's going to be your answer moving forward, so I think you just let him walk. I mean, yeah. you know, looking at Mitch, like, I, he's got pieces there. You know, I, I think the thing with Mitch is he just needs – I think he needs a different system, a different coach, and I think he can be successful. But, you know, with the same coach, the same GM, same players, like, it's just not going to work. So if you're going to keep the GM and the coach, you got to get rid of a quarterback because it's just not going to work out. I mean, we've seen it three, four yeah. years now. Yeah, and and – yeah. But yeah. good point. And just the thing about it is, it not like now you're at the stage where it flashes and you've shown your moments of the. Uh, those excuses are are well behind you now. Like people want to yeah. see more better results, and and if you don't show it, unfortunately, you you know there's gonna have to be another. You're gonna have to make another direction change. And and secondly, I'm and it's and it's this. unfortunately. Oh, oh, sorry, look. Go ahead. I was, I'm gonna say this. They should just. They need to just switch the the playbook. They need to go off of what Mitch is good at, which is reading and reacting. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like all these little, all these little screen plays they're running. It ain't really those those plays. You could t- obviously tell those plays really aren't in his. Forte is a repertoire. Yeah, yeah, they're like, uh, like Nagy's little schoolyard bullshit don't work. Yeah. Uh, See what I did there? I feel like, yeah. (laughs) And I feel like, yeah, that's the only way, that's the only way the Bears are going to get better. They need to just throw the current playbook they got out in the garbage, you know what I'm saying, set it on fire. Uh, put it in with the Nick Cannon album <laughs> in the garbage, <laughs> and, and just and just 
just switch it up. Do something new, man. Oh, <laughs> Go back to that 12 and 4 season we had. <laughs> yeah, when the defense was dominant. Yes. We wasting talent right now. That's what I'm saying. Like we need to we got good talent and we're wasting it. Yeah, so and and the thing about Mitch too is like pocket passing his completion percentage out of the thirty two starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Mitch Trubisky was ranked the thirty first out of completion percentage from the pocket. Exactly. <laughs> they need to. They need to. The only guy that oh, was ahead. worse was Carson Wentz. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and uh, you know, I heard rumors <laughs> of Bears getting Watson. I go, if you would have drafted him in the first place, that that wouldn't have been a a problem. Yeah, if you bring exactly. Watson and you got to get rid of the GM. I mean. Yeah, that that just clearly shows he made yeah. a mistake. Yeah. Big mistake. Knowing knowing Ryan Pace, he'll he'll, he'll probably trade for uh for Carson Wentz <laughs> over Watson. Hey, for real though. <laughs> hey, for real. Or Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> he'll sign. He'll sign a court. No, he'll 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 overpay a quarterback from from uh, from the Canadian Football League. They didn't even play last this past season. <laughs> Man. He'll, he'll probably he'll probably draft a quarterback from NFL Street. <laughs> hey, I'm available. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, so we're so now today we're st- today starts the second round of the NFL playoffs, NFL divisional round. Uh, some of our picks were were right. Some of it was wrong. But anyways, today so yeah. we're gonna get started with today's matchup with the with the LA Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. And so best off, best scoring offense versus the best scoring defense. So uh, guys, what is your take on this and who do you like in this matchup? Um I uh it's definitely an interesting matchup. I mean the the Rams defense looked really good last week. You know, Russell Wilson has struggled. Uh, the last, you know, eight games of the season, and they really, sh- I mean, it really showed. And Aaron Donald was a complete beast on the defensive line, completely dominating the Seahawks offensive line. And, I mean, it- Russell Wilson had almost no time to throw. Um, with all that being said, I think Aaron Rodgers is is too good. I think he's much better than Russell Wilson. And, I mean, even with the stacked Rams defense, you know, I, I just don't think their offense is good enough to keep up with the Packers. So I'm taking the Packers by – uh, 10 points. Ooh. Brian, I mean, Lokdo. Oh, damn. I, yeah. I want to say defense wins championships like them, but, but to Austin's point, yeah, the, the Rams offense has been a little shaky. But uh, if the defense can apply the press, if the Rams defense can uh, really apply the press, pressure to the at Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like Jordan, yeah, Jordan Ramsey, he's probably going to be an X factor no, be in, in tonight's game. Jalen Ramsey? Oh, my bad. But he is. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Might cook he, up he, something on the on the Packers offense, so. Yeah, yeah. So whoever, I say have him guard whoever Devontae their top receiver Adams. is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Devontae Adams and. 
and um, just go for it, go for there, and just hope for the offense to hold hey, hold its own. So I want to say, <laughs> I want to say Rams by a touchdown. Ooh. Mr. Lope Dog going bold wow. on his pick. Hey, wow. you, hey, you yeah. never know. You just never know. This is the playoffs, so. Yes. You never know. So. Anything can happen. Yeah. This ain't no seven games series, uh-huh. fellas. <laughs> oh, he he's right about that one. Uh it's uh it's a great it's a good matchup. Uh I think uh I think the Rams just got to take a good feel of what Rodgers is doing early in the beginning, but they do have but I do agree with Loke Dog. Uh he does, uh Rams need to apply pressure early and often. Um they did that with Seattle. And uh, that's what led led to their success. Uh, Rams defense again got to come up big, uh, make big, make key plays, in, especially in the third down department, and um, just got to cause a couple turnovers um, to win. Uh, yep. If if they get Rodgers uh, in trouble early with the interceptions, uh, there's a good chance they win. They can win, but it also has to come down to can Jared Goff be effective? His his right thumb. Isn't a hundred percent. So can can he make the can he make the plays that that he can and uh, and the running game is gonna have to step up. I know it's done by committee, but they're gonna need to gain a lot of big yards, chunk up the clock if they have to. I think that's gonna have to be uh, lead to their lead to their win, and uh, don't try to get in a shootout with Rodgers. Try to limit him off the field. And so, and the big question would be if uh, at some point will the Rams play their best card, put Ramsey on Adams? That will be a big matchup, but again, I think it's a good feel. And Devontae Adams and DK Metcalf are two different types of receivers. So, so you're, you're going to have to see how this plays out. But I will go with the Packers to win this one. Uh, I'll give... I'll go with Packers by four. Interesting. Okay. So, and uh, so uh, next game would be Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens versus Buffalo Bills. That that my that's gonna be a good (laughs) one. Last week I put last week I put my trust in trust, and he came through for your boy. So it's all about can he do it again? Do it a second time around. And I know Baltimore, I'm um, not Baltimore, Buffalo is going to be coming with all shots firing, but I'm going to have to give the edge to Baltimore by a touchdown. Wow. Of course, of course he wouldn't make that, make that call. And he was right last week. I got to give him the credit. I picked Titans, especially to go deep in the playoffs. And, you know, Lamar Jackson, you know, he, he broke through a couple times with his legs. His arm still was a little mediocre, but he got mm-hmm. the job done, so you got to respect that. He won a playoff game. Um, as for this week, you know, I, I think the, the Bills looked, you know, a little shaky at the start of the game, but Josh Allen settled down, got him through the W against a really good Colts team all around. And I, I think this week Josh Allen now got his first playoff win. I think he's going to settle down more, and I think the, the Bills are going to take this one by – four or five points um, as long as they're able to put points on the board and, you know, contain Lamar Jackson to an extent, I don't see the bills having a problem. All right. I will. 
Great. Yeah, Josh Allen picked it up in the later on, and he caught on. Uh, Buffalo's gonna their defense gonna have to gonna have to shut down the running game. That has been the huge reason for Baltimore in the play, in this round. So they're gonna have to make Lamar throw from the pocket, beat him with the arm. And Buffalo's got one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Uh, there. So this should be so this should be the game where they can pick if they uh pick off Lamar Jackson make it force him force him to make plays on from the pocket uh there's a good chance Buffalo is gonna win this game and so and uh with uh and with uh Josh Allen settling down now now he's getting used to it I think Buffalo's gonna run away with this I will go with Buffalo by ten. Wow. So we're, we're yeah we're out here we're going for the jugular baby. None of us have faith in uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Uh huh. Man, I I put my trust in trust <laughs> and he had my back last week. <laughs> yeah, that that was his Super Bowl pick, so he's got to stick to his guns. Hey, respect. Yeah, I gotta stick to he's it. Gotta, so, and uh, you gotta support the. Yeah, so we got another great matchup. Baker Mayfield versus Patrick Mahomes. In other words, Progressive versus State Farm. (laughs) (laughs) The the Browns versus KC. So, yep, the Browns, who really can help me save on car insurance. (laughs) Essentially. Yeah, whoever helps me save more on car insurance is who I'm picking. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it's it's such an interesting matchup because, you know, I think the Browns could put points on the Chiefs, but obviously the Chiefs have the best offense in football. So I think it's going to be a really high-scoring affair. I think it'll be a close game. You know, I think I'm going to have to stick with my Browns on this one. You know, I, I love Baker Mayfield, and, you know, I, I think they have – uh, you know, a good all-around team. They showed the Steelers that, especially in the first quarter, by just getting off to a really hot start. And, you know, I think they got a lot of momentum. The Chiefs are kind of been resting for the last two or three weeks now, so they might come out with a little rest. Um, so I'm going to take the Browns in this one. And uh, one, wow. one last point is that uh, you know, the team hasn't gone back-to-back to the Super Bowl since the Patriots and – Oh three, oh four. So there's a good chance the Chiefs well, Seahawks, ain't going back well, to Seahawks back. Seahawks made it back. Actually, Seahawks made Sorry, it. Sorry, I'm at, back I'm at, I'm at win. Sorry. So oh, I, okay. I don't think no, the you're Chiefs good. are uh, are gonna win back to back. It doesn't happen often. So they're gonna lose at some point. And the Browns are a pretty good story this year. So that's why I'm taking them. Everybody loves the underdog. Yep. Yep. You get me. Uh. I'm gonna have to agree. It's definitely gonna be a high scoring uh, affair. Um, the Chiefs are probably gonna come in with a little bit of rust, but knowing Patrick Mahomes, he's really he's shown that he's really good to adjusting. So I'm gonna have to give it to the defending champ by I'll say seven eight points. Okay. Okay. Uh. So before I uh, make my pick, I will want to make a case for both sides. Um, Austin, you're right with the whole uh, uh, Casey might be in a rust. Uh, it might be a high-scoring affair, depending what kind of start the Browns 
offenses, but Chiefs got one of the best explosive offenses in the NFL. I think not getting a high scoring fair, uh, it's kind of it's kind of like playing with fire. So I th- and uh, as I mentioned before uh, earlier this week is the Cleveland Browns would have to rely have, would have to commit to the ground game a lot and uh, take time away from Patrick Mahomes getting on the field. Uh, they're going to have to rely on on the old school way, run the power running and deep and defense is going to have to be uh, their way of of uh, coming out of coming out of KC uh, with a win. So that's going to be a big fat. So that's going to be to me. That's what I think will help the Browns win. Uh, KC now with uh, everybody fully healthy. Uh, are the Chiefs going to live live by the have the Super Bowl hangover in this game, or are the Chiefs going to play like the champs, like everybody knows they are capable of? Uh, and I think with a good rest, I think they'll be well rested. And I'm going to have to say KC wins this one. I think it'll be a close one, but I think KC pulls away. I'll get. I'll go with KC by six in this game. I hate to say, it, but. But I will. But I do not have a problem being wrong if the Browns win. Oh, yeah, they made I will it. not have a problem. <laughs> but I just. But uh, we'll just see what happens, and I'm gonna stick with this pick. Now, go now. Going to the last game, I think they they did it right by putting this as the finale of the weekend: Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. Breeze versus Brady. Man, the best of the best is going to go at it. Oh, yeah. We're talking about that. Fellas, might be a shootout, fellas. Yeah. (laughs) And the Saints uh, have already beaten Tampa Bay twice. Yeah, Yeah, they have. So what do you guys uh, take on this one? Well, I honestly think they might go for the three-game sweep. Um, they proved that they they the Saints defense proved that they know how to expose Tom Brady, as shown uh, through the the last two times they played, and uh, with a really good game from Breeze and uh, Thomas, uh, I say um, I, 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 Saints I by fourteen. Like that. Um, well, you have you definitely have Grandpa, Grandpa Drew versus Grandpa uh, Tom. So uh, the two oldest quarterbacks to ever meet, combined age. Um, it's definitely uh, an interesting matchup. Um, I, I think the Buccaneers are really hit or miss this season. They played really strong at times, really bad at times. Um, the Saints are finally healthy now. You know, having Michael Thomas and Alvin both on the the field, and you know. They beat the, the Buccaneers two times earlier without those guys, you know, fully healthy. Even Drew Brees had some time off. So now that they're fully healthy playing in New Orleans, I just – I don't see a scenario where the Buccaneers come out on top. So I'm also taking the Saints by – I'd say about 10 points. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, – you know, so they're playing each other this is the third time, as as mentioned. It is hard to beat a team three times in the season, uh, but it it does help for both sides that you don't have to look for any other game film. 
It's because since you play each other twice a year, is you just you just look it up in the film room and then you just take it out and see what has what, what adjustments can be made. Uh, I think with the the Buccaneers defense is is to me still suspect. It's you don't know whether or not it it should be trusted. Uh, I still think uh, the Saints are getting are finally getting themselves in the rhythm. Getting adding another playoff team uh, did help them uh, find that. So, and getting Mike Thomas back uh, could help them could help them with their arsenal of the passing game. But I have this funny feeling that the Buccaneers might might come might come away <laughs> might come out on top on this one. What are you smoking? So okay, okay, so, uh, okay, okay. So I'm gonna go with Tampa. <laughs> it, it hurts me to say it, but I, I might I'm gonna have to go with with Tampa Bay. You're smoking that good shit today. You told that shit I had last week. But hey, but but uh, but I just want to say, hey, shout out to the Washington football team for putting up a fight and uh, that quarterback Taylor Heineken Heineken. Whatever his last name was, but anyways. Shout out to him. He, if, he uh, the Bears had him, he'd be the best Bears quarterback in history. Oh yeah. He tried out for the Bears. The Bears wow. The Bears cut him. <laughs> they cut him. Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that some shit? They missed out. Bears yeah. fucked up on that I mean, one. He dude. was like, he was just scrambling. He was. I mean, he was going, giving the extra effort. He reached for yeah, that touchdown. A, a team without a, uh, a logo would outplay the, the, the Bears, who didn't even put up a fight. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Yeah. Good point. But yeah, he was just—he was just out there handling business. You know, had two touchdowns, threw for over, over 300 yards. Hopefully. Man, like that, like that's something to, and and he and he kept his team in the game against Brady. Like, man, you like you yeah. gotta, you know that that's nothing to that's nothing. Another to, one to that Bill's like get away. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how sometimes you know how sometimes that you know one of those couples that break up and then now the <laughs> other says that's the one that got away. <laughs> Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the one that got away. That's the man. one that got away. <laughs> oh, if he if he turns out to be solid, hopefully, you know, I wish I wish nothing but the best for the oh, kid. Yeah. Hopefully, he, you know, he does his thing. Hopefully, he's in a good situation where he's able yeah, to. Yeah, I like excel. that. Uh, these NFL teams, you know, whenever their their starting quarterback gets injured, they put out a backup in, and the backup like sometimes has a lot of promise and becomes a starter. I never that that never happens with the Bears. The Bears just like they just don't know how to draft a quarterback or pick a quarterback. The backup, the backup has one has one good moment, and then he's oh, yeah. and he just fizzles out real quick. Chase Daniels. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb Haney. Damn, Nick Folk. Caleb Haney. Oh my God, he has one good quarter, and 
And right. his game hasn't I, I, been seen I, since. It's been 10 years now. <laughs> <laughs> what about that other one, Barkley? God, he, he, Man, threw, Bar- he threw like five interceptions in one game. He, he had, bro. I was there. He that had day. a Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> game, bro. I was like, I was like, bro, is he playing for the other team? He looking like hey, Sean hey, Barkley out hey, there. He's shaving points. <laughs> he's going. He's going to play for the Bean Machine now. Bean Machine. Bean Machine. Bean Machine. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears, uh, gentlemen. And before we do, we're gonna we're gonna have to. Uh, before we do, here is our our daily ad. Oh yeah, and, uh, this episode of Nostalgia Plays is brought to you in part by Hennessy, We're making Sparty look like Anwell to keep that girl since oh, Gotta love that Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <this laughs> I love that Hennessy. Uh, it's also brought to you in part by Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea. <laughs> you want to do a drive by? Get that Twisted Tea. You need a license for it. And it costs 99 cents. You don't need no license for it. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about El cents. Patron. Don't forget about El Patron. As help. As help, I was the, just about to get girl, to that. women put put Lope Dog on a submission hold. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even finish. <laughs> oh no! Hell no! No, El Patron has made Lope. <laughs> hey, hey, El Patron has helped Lope Dog look like Wesley Snipes. Feel like, like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> and shout out to Jordan Brand. <laughs> fucking funny. Next week can't finish. Jordan Brand. Next week can't finish. Funny. Nah, but Jordan Nike. Hey, hey, but, you know what I'm saying? Hey, so the Jordan Brand. Adidas. Hey, what's the day you can't sell it on? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Jordan, the Jordan store is officially closed <laughs> on Tuesdays. Uh, something about Jerry Krause being born on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> they stay open on Tuesdays. Any other day of the week, they open. Sometimes you gotta take it personally. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they, they took a personal on Tuesday. They yeah. take a real Why? personal on Tuesdays. <laughs> so and, hey, and shout out to all the. Lo- to the small businesses and especially oh and also shout out to to the frontline workers you guys have been uh, doing a tremendous job of of saving lives and trying to keep everything uh trying to do what you can to this under the circumstances we are on so uh again we can't can't thank you enough and uh we're here to support you guys and here to help you any way we can do please do not Please do not feel discouraged. Please do not uh, hesitate to reach us out to help. We're trying, we will do what we can to, to make sure of that. And so, yeah. Or the mother. So, 
And so now we're now we're gonna go talk about overrated athletes. And uh, I know it's gonna start setting things off. Uh, before we start, I want to set the record straight. Overrated does not mean trash. It it just it doesn't mean they weren't an all star caliber or some cases a hall of famer. It just means they weren't as good as others were saying or as hyped. So so just just to just to just to make sure of everything. So now we're gonna get this started. Uh overrated athletes, does anybody have a suggestion on the sport to start off with? Ooh. I girl, I'm gonna say we can start off with boxing, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna start off with Floyd Mayweather <laughs> Jr. He's a man. Loke Dog is going for the jugular today, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I'm sorry. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Floyd is a very, very talented boxer, but like, I. In my personal opinion, during his time, during the during his era, <laughs> I just feel like he his his he, he he was a bit over he was he was a bit overhyped for me, you know. Like I feel like there were some cases like I know he's undefeated right now. I know there were some cases where there were a few fights I feel like he shouldn't have won, you know. Like he he, he should have lost a couple of couple of couple of little fights. Like namely, no, um. Hmm. Who's a good Delahoya? Yep, I feel like Delahoya was really giving it to him, and no, but because Floyd was playing Floyd boxing based off on points, because Floyd's a a boxing boxer. <laughs> um, I feel like it's just ugh. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think uh, yeah. Mayweather is a great. Def- Great box. He he's got great defensive skills for boxing, but his striking was not really the best. So I can see why people uh say Mayweather is a is overrated. And so I wonder what would have been like if he had fought uh some of the better fighters in their primes, especially. So yeah. Yeah, a lot of the fights he had, they they waited. Till. It was <laughs> like, oh they, yeah, it, it, it waited like court. a decade before they'll, they'll get the fighting. That's the <laughs> that's the shitty part. Then it's not, and then it, then it's not as good as it yeah. as it would have been. You know, like Manny Pacquiao, uh, we were waiting what six long years for that. Yeah, I remember. Uh, good man, and then when they finally fought, it just it just was yeah. it just didn't live up yeah, to the uh, hype. You know, I, I, for I, me, it was top five for me. You know. He is 50 and 0, you know, but, you know, I think he's probably one of the most underwhelming 50 and 0s ever. I believe he only has 27 knockouts in those 50, which doesn't speak a whole lot of dominance when half your fights go to the judges' scorecards. And like you guys mentioned, you know, a lot of his fights that he made, he fought, he didn't fight guys in their very, very prime. He fought guys, you know, either earlier or later in his career, Pacquiao later in his career. Um, Canelo Alvarez very early in his career, which were all, you know, fairly close fights. And, you know, in most of his cases, he fights not to lose. So he doesn't put himself as exposed as certain other guys, which is, you know, speaks to why he has 27 knockouts. So although he's 50 and all, and, you know, you can argue he's very great, you know, he, he really loves to work around and try not to lose and fight guys, you know, maybe not at their best. So I agree. 
Yeah. Right, so this is <laughs> yeah. a unanimous uh, agreeing here. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So another uh, overrated boxer. I've been wanting to say this. I know some people are gonna get mad at me when I say this, but uh, Julio Cesar Chavez is overrated. <laughs> he's really going for that yeah. juggler yeah. like okay winning over 100 fights sure but how many of them were were actual fighters you know what i mean i feel like i feel like they i feel like uh it, it had to be fought in a cantina fought in a cantina like down in the basement and and just wrote a waiver form of you want to fight sure when they were drinking that el patron that that loke dog drinks every <laughs> Every episode. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, to feel like Vin Diesel. No, my bad. Michael J. White. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, I don't think he fought too many good fighters. And then and then the best, then some of his uh, most defining wins, you know, it, it, they were they were either has-beens by then or they were, or they, or they weren't, even so, the, the better fighters he ended up facing when he got older, like in his thirty early thirties, uh, he was getting beat by some of the best fighters, uh, De La Hoya, uh, uh, Tito Trinidad, so Canelo, Whitaker. No, 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 Canelo, no, no, Canelo, Canelo probably would have beaten him. Canelo in his prime would have beaten Chavez in his prime. I said they fought. Yeah. 27, 2017. Oh, no, that's Junior. That's Junior. Oh. You're, you're talking about, about Junior. Yeah, the you're dad. talking about Senior. Yeah, the dad is the... No, the dad is the legend. Junior, not as gotcha. good as his dad. No. Yeah. But, yeah. The, yeah, the Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., I should say. And his only—I mean, I don't even know who who was his best wins against. But I guess you want to say Hector Macho Camacho, right? Roger Mayweather, <laughs> I like, guess. <laughs> I know all the Mexicans gonna get mad at me for saying for saying Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. is overrated. I know everyone's gonna get mad at me for oh, yeah. all the Mexicans uh, get mad at me. I know uh, Gerbil was talking about him being his his best boxer of all time, uh, so. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. gonna hate on this. Uh, well, I know, bro. The one thing you should learn, Austin, you gotta know this now. When a Mexican and Puerto Rican boxers are gonna go at it against each other, you do not want to be in a house full of, full of the, full of I it when it, both sides away. are there. <laughs> Hey, Loke knows, right? Yeah, Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Nah, you don't want to. You don't want to be in the middle of that, bro. (laughs) Each side will go go at it with the other. Oh yeah, but I will say though. But I will say, man, boxers in Mexico though—they're no joke. They can throw some. They can throw some serious hands. 
they're not they're not they're not the people to they're not the people to fuck with down there. I'll tell mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, they uh-huh. definitely don't mind getting hit either. <laughs> They'll eat them. You know. But yeah, I, I could agree with you. Um, as you were saying, like there was a few fights during uh Chavez's undefeated streak where I thought he should have lost, especially uh the the one fight he had against mm-hmm. Sweet Pea Pernell Whitaker. Uh, but yeah. That's, yeah. that's my that's my opinion. You know, I that's the guy I was gonna bring up. I, I'm not a huge boxing guy, but you know, I, I have followed him because he's whenever you name yourself money, you know, mm. people are gonna give you shit. And you know, when you do what he does, you know, people pay attention even if you don't really pay attention to boxing. So that that was my guy. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, how about overrated UFC? Fans? Uh, she, uh, she's very, she was very impressive early in her career, but, uh, you know, when she started mm-hmm. fighting the, the high caliber people, her, her defense, uh, very, was very awful. And she got destroyed by Amanda Nunes and oh, Holly yeah. Holm. Like, she went from on top of the world to looking like one of the, the worst UFC fighters ever. And she had so much hype coming into those fights. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely, I can definitely agree with you on that. Um, and most of most of Ronda's fights when she was uh when she was on that that role, never even made it to the second round. So when I seen that her first loss came in the second round of a uh, fight, that's when uh, I, I remember. Like, she, <laughs> yeah, I remember when she fought well, Nunez. It it just looked like she did not want any part of the being in the ring that day. I was no, like, damn, you were talking not, all that man. shit about like, how you how you reinvented yourself and all that, and then you you didn't yeah, want to fight. UFC fighters, you know, uh, the the later rounds are called the championship fights, and Ronda Rousey on her path there, she only went to pass mm-hmm. the first round once, so she was knocking people out early. And she didn't have any experience past the round or outside, you know, having to play defense. So when, you know. I think Eagle yeah, got in the way. Everyone too. hyped her up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it gets bad when you start believing in your own, in your own hype. For real. Oh, man. She, when she that fight against home, when she found out it went to the second round, she's like, "Damn, I ain't never made it this far." Oh yeah, she goes, "He goes, is the fight over?" We got four more yeah, rounds. I bet you when she got hit. Oh, I bet you if she if she would have get hit, it was like, "How many fingers I'm holding up?" Three and a half. <laughs> Three and a half. I'm only holding, <laughs> and I'm just holding up a middle finger. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I know there were some other USC fighters. Damn, I couldn't think of a couple of names I wanted to bring up. Yeah, I, I got one. Uh, say John oh, Bones man. Jones. I feel like he's he 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 was a little over too over high for me, but. Especially by the UFC, 
And then when he got caught up on all those uh those, mm-hmm. those drug charges, those, those drug issues, or when he showed the, the drug test, it was like, bro, how many of those fights were you? Shit, doing, he bro? needed it because you know? when he didn't take them, he got his ass kicked. <laughs> So, Austin, you remember when we went to see that fight, right? Yeah, when Jones Santos. was fighting that Brazilian guy? Yeah, I remember. Bro, like, he got yeah, holes I, I on Santos that fight. Yeah, I thought Santos won that fight, and it, it came down to a split decision, and they that gave was... it to him because he's the champ. But, man, I John Jones yeah. did not deserve to win that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what's funny? They were making jokes that maybe, maybe Jones needed to be on cocaine just to fu- to actually have one. Because that, because because they were even hey, saying when he up. smoked, when he's when he's when he's sleeping around and doing coke, that's when he actually fights at his best. When he doesn't do that, he's as Seriously. human as you can get. I uh. I think John Jones' career kind of reminds me a lot of Floyd Mayweather's yeah. too. Is you know this guy, this guy was you know very talented and all that, but you know he he's only had one knockout since 2013. This guy's been playing a lot to not to lose yeah. fights, and you know he if it wasn't for these decisions of him being the champ, he I mean I thought he lost the Santos fight. I think you can argue he lost the Reyes fight as well. Like he hasn't looked that sharp lately. Yeah, uh, I, if you want to say at the height of his career, I think he is where where he is. As far as uh, now, it's it's on the borderline, uh, only because he does use a, he does. I think he does take advantage of his size, having an eighty four inch reach, of being very lengthy, uh, built like a receiver. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the only thing that that has prevented him from being on goat level. This is just me talking. Is his uh, is his uh issues? You know, with the hit and run accident, and then the drug, and then of course, you know, being tested positive for 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 banned substance, and even uh, even uh, mm-hmm. you know, even for cocaine. So it's it's kind of hard to to justify if he's. If he is as great as advertised, or or is he overrated? That's that's my opinion on it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good way to put it. I mean, his only loss in his career was because he got disqualified. He's had a no contest against Cormier in their second fight. Like, if this guy just would keep his mind to you know not doing illegal substances and just being the greatest, he might be. But we just don't know because he just had too many like question marks in his career. Yeah, so so it it's really kind of hard to tell, and it it is. So does he? Will he have yeah, a spot absolutely. in the Hall of Fame? I think still. Yeah. Yeah. So, with his record, hell yeah. yeah. So as far as the greatness, I don't think we'll ever know really if he's on gold. Some people call him the go to UFC. I mean, I disagree. I mean, I think you could throw other guys in, but. Uh, uh, that oh yeah yeah that yeah that is true that I agree with but as far as overrated underrated I'm still 100%. it's still a toss up for me and uh, damn 
Anybody got any other names? Let's do. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, let's just switch it up to a different sport. <laughs> They get so much hype. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're on shitty teams that average, oh, yeah, and you yeah. average 30 points per game on shitty teams. It's like, <laughs> well, no shit. Somebody <laughs> got to score on your team. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Julius Randle. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> like, shit, somebody oh, got to score for the Knicks. Yeah, let's fuck that. <laughs> Somebody's gotta go. <laughs> Coaches don't the coach play. Can't score, goddamn. <laughs> right. Coaches can't play. That's funny. Oh, hmm, who could I start with? <laughs> I would say Dwight Howard, but a lot of these fans uh, think I'm on, on his go. case too much, so just I'm not going to say it. Dwight Howard. Burn the- even though, even, no, I'm gonna, I'm. Just, Anyway, he's overrated as fuck. Uh, I mean, yeah. But, but, but look, he got three defensive player of the years. Oh, uh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> he's not defensive player of the year now, is he? he, he he's not that consistent, is he? How consistent is he? When was the last time you seen Dwight Howard? Yeah, not, 30 rebounds. Not since he left uh, Orlando. I'll wait. Exactly. But, and you know what? Hey, I'm taking <laughs> Oh, I, I got one. Oh, I got one to set things off. I know how to set things off. Oh, no. I think okay. Shaq's overrated. <laughs> oh, damn. Wait, wait. Uh, why, why do you? I don't why think do you Shaq think ever uh, lived up to his potential uh, defensively. Uh, Shaq never had a true game, like a, a like a reliable game, like a like a like how Hakeem has the, the post moves, the, especially on the fadeaway near the back, play the back to the basket games. And I'll give Shaq credit. Shaq Shaq is the most dominant center the NBA has seen, but I don't think he he's as great as people want to say. Cause he, cause all he did was just use his size. That's all he did. But to his credit, he took advantage of it, which I do not knock him for it. But he never had a, a, a true game he can go with on a consistent, on a wow, consistent basis. Disrespecting a top ten player of all time. I mean, he is. He's got four rings, three Finals MVPs. Oh. I mean, I, I will, I will say, yeah, here but we, he was the best player with those rings for those. Rings. Oh, here we go. Um, Okay. Yes. Oh well, three of them. Yes. Here's the thing with Shaq is, you know, I I will. There's one knock that I will agree with you is he didn't always put the work in. You know, Kobe called him out on it. You know, he was overweight a few times. So I will agree with that. He Mm -hmm. wasn't always the hardest worker in the gym. But as for talent, I mean, this man could put up 25. This guy could have 15 rebounds. His free throw shooting was a little sketchy. He did step up in big moments, but I mean. Man, the disrespect the guy that just no one wanted in the face and in his prime was just a beast. Man, the disrespect. Yeah. I Listen, I do believe Shaq deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame, (laughs) a legit Hall of Fame if they ever fix it right. But that's another story for another day. Was he the best player on those Lakers teams? Yes, I I agree with that completely. He he did have his great moments with the Lakers, and 
it's just that I think by the time he went to the Lakers, there weren't as good there weren't as many good centers as there was uh like just as when he was he got into the league. Uh you know, he did uh and even when he did face some of the better centers, he didn't uh he didn't do as quite well. And I and I'm not gonna count Matumble because Matumble was already old by the time he got to the when he got to Philadelphia. Uh Hakeem Olajuwon uh had a great two year run in his titles. And, and and if you really look at it, he, he had to go against David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, and young Shaq. Shaq and the Magic was a different beast back then as a and and, and I know people want to say, well well Shaq was twenty three, yeah. twenty four at the time. But it just really exposed of how how Shaq really was against a center a center like yeah, but that's that's like using the Floyd Mayweather against so Canelo I, thing. It's like you're talking about a guy in his prime versus a guy entering yeah. the league. Like if you talk prime versus prime, Shaq's getting his due. Yeah, but he did. But but Shaq's prime, he never. He never really went went up against a, yes, a, true, no one a team with a true I mean, center. Shaq was the last true center. I mean, there's never been a guy like that. The, what? Yeah, everybody was extincting by then. Like by the time, like by the time he was winning championships, David Robinson was on his last leg. Oh, well, uh, do you want to say Vladi Divac for what it's worth? Pat Ewing was all Pat Ewing and 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 a large one were already. Yeah, you at can't the blame Shaq for what career. era he came up in. I mean, you're right; his so, era was thin on centers. But he, I mean, he yeah, won his no, championships. He was the best center in the 2000s. He did his job. He, yeah, but uh, yeah, but I, I'm just saying, like, I don't think he's no. I think he's better. He's than no Hakeem. No, no, Hakeem carried a team. The thing with yep. Shaq, what holds Shaq back is let's be honest. He though, had another doesn't win a ring if Jordan doesn't retire. Well, we we'll guess we'll never know. <laughs> I guess it's something we'll never Ooh. know. That's a, that's you may be right. Sure. You might be right. You might be right. Wrong. If Jordan would have never retired, <laughs> it's just something we'll never know. Be wrong. <laughs> but uh. But 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 hey, everybody everybody got a shot at it. I'm glad, I'm and Hakeem did it. At, and Hakeem, yeah, yeah but it was already. Too Jordan too didn't have a fan. It wasn't like he was in the he wasn't in the best basketball shape when he got back. Let's Not be honest. The last dance really showed it. Because oh, with yeah, Hakeem, because yeah. okay, yeah. when, uh, when the Rock, because on their second okay, title, yeah. the Rockets. Uh, the Rockets were a sixth seed in that finals, and they had and they beat teams that won fifty-seven or more wins in each of the playoff rounds against the sixty-win Jazz, the fifty-eight-win Suns, a sixty-two-win Spurs, and a fifty-seven-win Magic. The lowest seed to ever win an NBA championship. That is every bit as impressive as as the Mavericks uh, 2011 championship. Yeah. Yeah, So, so that's why it's hard to, to say, but yeah. as it, that's just my two cents of it. Yeah. I'll, Anybody uh, else got another name? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, Luke. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I was like, uh, yeah. 
I was gonna say, uh, he Yao never Ming. lasted long. Oh, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I feel like, <laughs> no, yeah, 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 right, right. You about to say he didn't last too long when he when he got to the league. Like, I think what was it? I think it's like the second season he started, uh, like falling off a little bit. <laughs> no, well, not even a little bit. He just started falling off, and then he started. All these yeah. injuries and he just wasn't the same no more. Yeah, it just stunned him. As he was in from, his uh, Seeing what, how good could he have really been. I think it's hard to say whether or not he was good enough to be to have a long-lasting career. Career. Uh, I don't think he. Yeah. I don't think. I just didn't like how people were trying to make him as great as as he actually was. I don't think he was even great. I think that word was used a little bit too much of my liking. He, he was more of a, a very a good player. He was a good player but didn't have, but didn't and even in his healthiest seasons, he did not even I don't, he even had it in all he NBA might had, caliber. He might have had one or two. I don't think it was many. All NBA selection. But I don't but I don't think, but I don't think it was first team. No, I, probably I could be wrong. Probably like second team. I I remember, I remember at best. Yeah, second team at best. Yeah, I think like the only reason yeah. I remember when he first came in, they was really overhyping him because of his how tall he was, and they thought like, well, with his height, he'll be able to dominate Shaq. And when Shaq got a hold of him, he just flat out bullied him. And he even got dunked, and he even got dunked on by Kobe a few times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got, and blocked yeah. by Nate Robinson. Jake Paul, Jake yeah. Paul ended hey, that pretty quickly. Like, though. Hey, that gives us a chance for us short people. Hey, for real though. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like right, like. Like and subscribe. Um, like <laughs> with y'all. Um, well, you knocked them out. Like I think. I mean, he was great in China. I mean, that's why he's a, a basketball Hall of Famer, not an NBA Hall of Famer. But, you know, I think he just had a lot of hype because he came from China, which wasn't known to have a lot of NBA talent. And, I mean, he was, you know, seven foot. And he had a decent NBA career. Definitely not mm-hmm. a Hall of Famer. But he definitely had a lot of hype because he was kind of, you know, the, the first Chinese basketball player who had a lot of success. Uh, or somewhat excess overseas. Oh yeah, he was a, a good player overseas, but uh, oh, I I got this one. I want to know somebody. I had a debate about this, and I want to know your guys' I uh, thoughts. I have two names. I'm gonna go. Uh, here's the first one: Steve Nash. Is he overrated right where he or is. underrated or right I mean, where he is? He had two MVPs, and uh, oh, I mean, wow. he didn't win a championship, but yeah. it, it, it's been proven over time. It's hard for a point guard to lead a team mm-hmm. to a championship. I mean, you really can't name many. I mean, Magic for sure, but I mean, even the greatest, you know, Curry's, the the kids, they weren't able to lead a championship with as, as the best player on a team. So you got to understand that. So I think he's kind of right where he is. He's top 10 point guard, but – Definitely not the best. Yeah, yeah I can agree with that. Good point. 
Yeah, because they were saying how he didn't deserve any of those two MVPs. And I had to do my research looking at, like, like why why do they think that? And I couldn't find any argument against it. But I really think that to disrespect Nash like that, you have to look at the whole art of what, what – like, the first one, he deserved it. You know, he made the team better immediately. Yep. The second one, he had to carry him all the way back to the conference finals when Amari Stoudemire was out for much of the season, and yeah, yeah. and nobody else was was doing anything that was standing out. But Nash was out there killing it night in night out in the 0506 season. Yeah. So, so I, I will stick. I will stick with the yeah. Nash deserved deserved those two MVPs. Yeah. I think, and if yeah. I'm not mistaken, he that was one of his multiple 50, 40, 90 seasons. So, so he does. Uh, if anything, he deserves. I wouldn't say. I I'd say he deserves more recognition. If anything else, he's right where he is, but deserves more respect for. Yeah, he. he you can see why he get got those two MVPs. Yeah, I think he's championship Pagan. Oh yeah. At least understand that part. Oh yeah. And unfortunately, and here's one that I think people they have to smoke. They have to smoke crystal meth. I don't know what kind of crystal meth have they been smoking saying this, but Alan. But some were saying Alan Iverson's overrated. Get the fudge out of here! <laughs> nah. you can, bro, you can say the whole thing. You can say, oh, no. yeah, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Like, like, it, like, it's like, it, like, I let it, like, I let it explicit for a reason. <laughs> the FCC got to me, bro. My bad. Um, <laughs> uh, nah, nah, get the fuck out of here. Nah, I doubt it. I, well, only thing that stopped Allen Iverson from being great, well, not even stopped him from being great because he was already great, but stopped him from getting the championship was that he doesn't have that. That 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 sidekick with him, you know. I mean, you had a yeah. he had a he had a few chances here and there, but like who he had when he played with Melo, that, that really wasn't working out either, anyway. Mm-hmm. I yeah, but he, but he only had but he was like at the tail end of his prime. Yeah, yeah, true, true. but yeah, like so, no, nah, to say he's over. Oh, thank you, because they were out here trying to say, oh, well, Iverson's overrated. I, go, well, I don't think he's overrated. He had to carry – he carried him to the finals. How can you How can you say somebody's yeah, I mean, overrated? I don't think people consider him bunch too of random great. I mean, I think they're, the, he's like final. top 25. I mean, I think exactly. that's a fair thing, I mean, for what he did in his career. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he and, – and as Oak Dog said uh, – he didn't have a true second option scorer. They didn't surround him with enough. He, they didn't surround him enough with, with uh, absolutely help. with <laughs> with the other yeah, offensively especially. And he had to do everything for the offense. He had to create. He had to score. He had to get everybody in position to get the easy buckets. But I think for for anyone to say he's overrated, I think that's a little. That that's the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. Hey, who said that? A LeBron fan? No, uh, uh, it's actually on YouTube. I'm not. It's actually on YouTube. 
Oh yeah, he a LeBron fan. I don't even know what fan he is, but he, I was like, you know, I like his, I like his content, but he went a little too far with the Iverson thing, and he, he even went as far as saying Stockton was overrated. I'm like, damn, bro. Like Stockton overrated, he is where he is. He's, he's number, he's all time leader in assists and steals. He was doing it on both ends, and let's be honest, Stockton without Stockton, Utah would not have gone as far as they did without him. Yeah. And the only thing that was stopping him. They weren't going to go far without him. Was the, he was in the 90s. <laughs> he was in the 90s era. Yeah. Elijah, yeah. So it was. And, and you know, he was in the, the era also when Stats weren't as big as the exactly. thing is now. You know, I mean, he put up the most assists ever. And it, he didn't even care about, like, stat padding. It was, that was just how good he was. Right. That's why, uh. My my overrated athlete. He was just about is, his you know, business and win ball talking games. Talking about stats and yeah. you know, guy, guy who cares overly about them. I think you guys kind of know who I'm thinking here. It's Russell Westbrook. All, oh my God! All this guy cares about is the stats. I mean, he's very talented. I mean, he can't oh, shoot the ball, that, but that was he's easy. very talented, very athletic. But I mean, it's obvious he goes after stats. It it does take a lot of energy to do it. It does, but I'll give him credit. It does take a lot of energy to do it, and he managed to to get it done. But still, but you're right, overrated. Three, three straight. And I mean, years look, look how much he's bouncing double, around too. But did not win to the Rockets to the Wizards. Like no one, no one wants him because years. they know what he is. Mm-hmm. And he exactly. And, mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah, it's just it's like he doesn't make his team better. And to me, I think. I think that was just a a, a highway robbery yeah. of giving him that MVP uh, award. I think I, I think he has to be the most overrated MVP winner of all time. I think for that year he won MVP. I think it was like it was all in the situation of things and what was going on. Like, <laughs> like I, I just say like, yeah, Russ is known to, known to be a stat pattern, but that season where he won MVP, like. It was really just him on on the Thunder team. You got to think about it. KD joined the op. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and there was really nothing else he could do but average a triple-double. <laughs> so that's that's just my opinion. That's, so I feel like in a way he, he kind of did deserve it. But it's yep. it just that he didn't have – that year he didn't just, he just didn't have backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so – uh damn! I was thinking. Has anybody got other names? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna say this: LeBron James. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh my god, my. he's a oh my god, bro! Like these these Bron fans swear that the Seriously. 80s and 90s didn't exist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Like how can how, yeah, it's like, how can you be the greatest of all time and you still have a losing and you have a, a losing record in the, in the finals? Like outside, the only way LeBron will be able to surpass Jordan is if he wins six championships in a row, back to back to back to back to back to back to back, and then retire and play baseball, then come back. <laughs> no, no, retire, play football, then come back, <laughs> and, and then start Jordan. <laughs> And start not playing on Tuesdays. 
He really got to take it personal. I don't think LeBron just never had that killer mentality like Jordan and Kobe did. No. And on top of that, and I'm going to say this, he, he's a bit of a ring hobo. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jordan, you didn't see Jordan or Kobe jumping from team to team <laughs> to try to win champ, try to win a ring, you know? They they made it work with what they had and still was able to get the job done. So what what's your excuse, you know? Damn. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. I know these buttons. I know we just lost hella viewers. Because <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> they don't care. Uh, deal with it. <laughs> all good. It's all good. But, uh, so what is... Yeah, so, uh, you guys want to get to football? Go for it. Because I got, I got, I got a name. I, I got a name to think of when I, when I hear overrated. Wow. Uh oh, hit, hit us with it. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. I, I think he is overrated. I do not think he's trash. Yes, I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but in, you know, as good, but uh, as good games as he always had, he also had. He also had many bad games. He is the all-time leader in interceptions thrown. Yeah. yeah. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I feel. Yeah, I can. I I can agree with you on that one. He was. He was another one of those players that was super high felt by the media. You know. Because he, he had that think, personality. It was the yeah. personality that people love. You know, good old country boy, had fun playing. Yeah, true. But I, yeah, but I don't think he ever. But he, I don't think he ever threw for over four thousand yards. Back when four, throwing four thousand yards was a big a deal. You know, to whereas now four thousand yards is is the the NFL's norm, and so and think about this really. Uh, if you if you were to block some of Brett Favre's numbers to Eli's, if you block their numbers, it would look. I'm willing to bet how it would look eerily the same, and you would have thought it that would not have been Brett Favre's numbers. Yeah, yeah, that is though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so, they threw they threw just about the same amount of interceptions. I know Brett Favre threw much more. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. as, much as, pain, a bit as much as it pays, a bit overrated. As much as it pays, and I'm a real big. As much as it pays. Why does this sound like an echo? It pays me to say this. And I'm a real big uh, Why does this sound like an echo? Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, because Austin tried to join back in. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go with Cam Newton. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Cam. But it's like ever since that 2015 season where they waited to the Super Bowl, 
it's just it's just been a, a bit of a downward down uh, downward spiral for him. And you know, you you hate you hate to see that about the one one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL of this era. You know? Uh-huh. So yeah. yeah, yeah, he did fall off real quick. And he was starting to get hurt too. Yeah, yeah, man. I feel like the twenty fifteen Super Bowl was just uh that just planted what planted the seeds for everything. And then the that what was it the 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 very next season where they had to play Denver in the opening game and they still lost. Mm-hmm. That, he, oh, he got beat up, he got kicked. Yeah, man. I'm hopefully I'm I, me personally, I'm hoping that he can work things out where he's at now in the Patriots and him and Belichick can come together and hopefully they could have a way better season next season than they did. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, And, uh, yeah, this Cam Newton is just damaged goods and he, and he just, and the thing about him is that he always, he gives up too early. Yeah. One thing I'll give Brady credit for is this guy that he's going to compete to the final whistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. If a few plays don't go his way, and then you're looking at that scoreboard and he's down, there's not much of a chance that there may be a comeback coming their way. Very slim chance. Depending on, if, depending on how hungry he is. In that game, mm-hmm. yeah, but I got now. I have a name that yeah, I know you're not gonna like it. Uh oh, yeah. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> why, why everybody hate no trust? That's trust. I put what? Uh, yeah, okay. I understand why you feel he's overrated because his arm is a bit suspect. But come on, man, he's still. He's still young, you know. Like, what is this? But he, but he, but he runs more than a, but he runs more than a running back does. You know what I mean? Like, that's I'm not like, gonna, that, that that's not gonna cut it in the NFL level. Yeah, true that. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, he definitely does need to work on his arm. But like, like, Pat, like especially in the pocket, in the pocket, especially. Yeah, especially in the pocket. But like, man, if they leaving them holes, man, like, well, I can just go. I can go for it too, you know. <laughs> like, if I see if I see an opening for for me to run, I'm gonna take it, bro. And that, I feel like that's his mentality. And I don't know if you know, but you you do know he used to be a running back, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, no I wonder everybody made. Yeah. No wonder maybe. Yeah. Now everybody knows why they, they always make Joseph a, a running back playing quarterback. Yeah, like he used to be running back, so. <laughs> but yeah, he, yeah, I feel like he definitely need to he, he definitely need to work on his arm though, especially especially when he's just sitting in the pocket, you know. But other than that, yeah, I feel, I feel what you're saying, Sammy. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna still put my trust in trust. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh. I know there's another name I was thinking of. You might as well say it, Mitch Trubisky. 
Mitch Trubisky. He's not even on the. He's not even on the rate. He's not even on the list of underrated. He, he, I'm not. He's 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 he's, he's next to the list of trash. <laughs> Don't disrespect that, that. How disrespectful you've been. Don't disrespect the overratedness of all these players we mentioned with that name. Oh, shit. Oh, the survey says. Survey says. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's your ass play? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we getting off topic. <laughs> I mean, your ass. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm from Cleveland, y'all. Yeah, shout out to Steve Harley, man. Yeah, Uncle Steve. <laughs> oh man, did you see uh Stephen A uh put a list of uh of uh Cleveland sports moments? No, Steve I haven't Harvey. no I haven't checked that out. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He goes <laughs> Stephen A said Stephen A was trolling him. Three of the three of the top five were were the Cleveland moments that was that happened against Cleveland instead of for Cleveland. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Let me get so like, Jordan hitting the shot. <laughs> yeah, Jordan the shot. Um, well, let me see. I can think of uh... I don't think you'll get. I don't think you'll. You might get one of them. I don't think you'll get. Uh, I don't think you'll get one of them. The, the Indians blowing a 3 1 lead in the World Series. You're close. You're close. Oh. Oh damn! Okay, you're close damn. with the Indians, but it's not that one. Oh damn! It, it, it was a World Series. It was the '97 World Series. Oh, uh, when they got swept? No, they didn't get no, swept. no, 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 no. Swept. They no, they lost in Game right. Seven. They they were like three outs away. Oh shit! And then and they lost to the Marlins. <laughs> damn. Oh, well, what's what's the what's the last one? <laughs> uh, the fumble. Damn! Like, man, think about it. You're in the AFC Championship game. You're in the cusp of scoring, scoring a go-ahead touchdown. You fumbled it at the two-yard line. Damn! Oh, oh, shit! Okay, okay, two. <laughs> That shit yeah. hurts. Yeah, no. Poor Cleveland. <laughs> and then you got and then two for Cleveland. That was obviously LeBron's champ. LeBron winning the bringing the ship back. Yeah. And then uh and then it's Cle LeBron's beating uh the Steelers. Oh shit! For the first time in twenty five years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy how far how how fast time flies, man. Hey, hey, for one team, you can only lose so much. Yeah, for real though. Like, they, I remember when they went a whole 0 for sixteen, and I was just baking them. Like that year, they went 0 for sixteen. I kept, yeah. kept like, like, hey, bro, I got some brown Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Damn, did the brown the Browns not make the playoffs? No, bro, they're 0 and fifteen. Oh damn, they're doing a real good job. <laughs> uh, if, hey, 
you know, when you're when you're down like that, the best the only way to go is up. So, yeah, oh, man, shout out to them, man. They they, yeah. they definitely made a good move getting rid of that. Who was that dude, Manziel? Oh my god, when he's when he's out in Vegas doing coke. Yeah, that was the best thing that happened to them. Getting rid of his ass. Watch yeah. the Bears pick him up. <laughs> the Bears gonna get Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Shit, I trust him more than I trust Mitch. Woo! I said it, people. I said what I said. It, hey, hey, is it too late to get Deion Sanders, son? <laughs> let's try too to get. Early. Let's it's try too early. To Damn, I, I was like, isn't it his uh? No, it's a senior year in high school, right? This year. Yeah, yeah they gotta wait th- at least three years. Oh shit! Not like the NBA like- where you do the one and done. No, NFL is three years. Oh, I don't see what they low key. I feel. Oh no, maybe the only reason they don't do that is because of like the draft stock, the draft stock of a player, and what happens between now and the three years. But I think the NBA should do that, though. Like, y'all got to have at least at least two years of experience, you know? Oh, that could be a good topic for another episode. Hell yeah. Then, yeah, y'all stay tuned for that then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all stay tuned for that. Yeah. I think Mike Thomas is overrated. I know what I, I know he he he's making a difference in the Saints offense, but you know his game is always running a, a short slants. And Grant, yes, I'll give him credit; he does well at it. But you know he doesn't run he doesn't run a post route. He doesn't run a a flag route. He doesn't run any other routes that well. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, that's. What definitely separates the, the good receivers from the great receivers? Mm-hmm. Any any great receiver, they can run all routes with ease. Yeah, I just don't think he, I just don't think he's as good as everybody want to make him out to be. And yeah. man, there's another defender. Who was a defensive player I was thinking that was overrated? Brian Erlager. No, he no no. He he's right where he is. If anything, he deserves more recognition. I feel like he retired too early. Yeah, but yeah, but the Bears did him wrong though. Oh, okay then. They gave him an ultimatum. You either stay with us. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like <laughs> Was like uh, they gave him a one-year deal, and it was like a ticket, a one-year deal. Then it, then obviously, you know, ultimatum, take it or leave it. Wow, damn, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely would have. Man, I would have took my time somewhere else. <laughs> oh, he had a one-year deal. He didn't need to. He already had like his money secured and everything. So, oh, so, and yeah. damn, who? Damn, there's plenty of who was it? I think. I think Marvin Harrison's <laughs> overrated from the Colts. 
Hmm. I'm not too familiar with Harris. So you know he, yeah he uh he was always in the top five in receiver in receiving categories, but the only reason he ever put up those numbers was because it because he had uh Peyton Manning. Uh, and let me guess, he was Peyton's number one receiver on the team during that. Well, that you know it was, yeah you know he was only good because of Peyton Manning. How good would he have been if he didn't have a Peyton Manning? And that's the thing about with these receivers is is that uh that their games are heavily dependent on the quarterback. Yeah. 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 Through that. So it's kind of well, it's kind of hard to tell uh, whether or not if he is as great as as they say he is. Yeah. And I know a few baseball players that are overrated too. I want to know. I got a few less of my own. Hmm. Like uh, Nolan Ryan. <laughs> Nolan Ryan's overrated. Okay. He had like a three point six <laughs> ERA, of a, a, a mere five hundred winning percentage, and he never had a twenty win season in his almost thirty year career. Oh, yeah. Never won a no, Cy no, Young. No Cy Young went. No, he wasn't even in the top three votes. Yeah, I, I see. I see. Uh, issue, issue on that one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, seven no hitters is impressive, but the only reason he and all time leader in strikeouts, but in his factor. But the only reason he got that was because of uh, uh, longevity of his career. That's the sole reason why he has that record. Yeah. What was it? What was the? How long? What? Uh, his career. How long? Like Twenty. For, six twenty-seven years. Yeah. yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I also think uh, some some believe that Derek Jeter is overrated. I can see that. I'm not saying I'm not gonna comment whether or not I I think he is, but he didn't win it. He never won an MVP. I I I don't think he won as many Gold Gloves as people wanted to wanted to act like he did. So he was, uh, and uh, yeah, it, and he was never, and I don't think too many people ever consider at the time he was considered the best shortstop. Right. Like people really like, like people have a hard time thinking, saying whether or not a like Alex Rodriguez was a people. Some people really believe that Alex Rodriguez. When he was when playing shortstop was better than Jeter. So, yeah. and speaking, I'd be asking, speaking of A Rod, I feel like we'll say, speaking of A Rod, I feel like he's a bit overrated for me, honestly. Uh, go ahead. I'm gonna say, if I'm not mistaken. I'm gonna say if I'm not if I'm mistaken if I, you can correct me on this if you want to, 
Then he get caught up on uh like he failed one of the the wellness program, one of their wellness, the drug drug uh, exams. Yeah. Well, he did admit to using uh, steroids at some point. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's an interesting one. Uh, I don't think he is overrated. Uh, he did win multiple MVPs in multiple positions, and he did it in. And he did hit, have over 600 home runs and 3,000 hits. That's quite an accomplishment. Uh, he, that's kind of hard to say because he accompl- he accomplished a lot. And I know he never really, he never really was the the easiest guy to deal with at times. But uh, I, I'm gonna have to counter against that. I think I think he is where he is, and uh, I think I think people are starting to get around to him now. Like, you know, yeah, he admits to 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 you know being a diva, but he, uh, but you can see how you know how cordial he is and how and very knowledgeable of baseball. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna take that away from him. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, Bryce Harper's overrated. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I could agree with you on that one. He only had one 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 hundred uh, RBI season, and he was supposed to be a, one of the best hitters in baseball. And you come out with that. Yeah, yeah, through that. Man, he's like, <laughs> well, nah, I don't know. That's. He, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big sus. Uh, super sus, man. And so you got any? And he and then go ahead. He didn't. I'm gonna say he didn't. He didn't make much of an impact when he went to Philly. No, neither. Nope, he hasn't. Yeah. Anything? So, yeah, he was. Yeah. Very, yeah, he was overpaid big time. Oh hell yeah! What they give him for? Three hundred thirty million. For how many years? Ten like? years. Oh, damn, that's a long ass. <laughs> Wait, man. Oh no, man. So yeah, you can tell the difference in the sports and how they conduct their businesses. Ten years. You want me to spend a decade of my life here? Mm-hmm. All right. But you know Philly don't have a uh, they don't have trash roster, but man, yeah. just getting him, I don't think or overpaying him that much. Honestly, yeah, I I never thought he was worth that much. But I know many people are gonna say the same with Manny. Was he the one that got the uh, that deal for like thirteen years? And. It, yeah, the Sox, the Sox had their chance of getting him. He it was yeah. he was literally right there for Baseball, the picket. Yeah. And the Sox didn't want to pay him the extra twenty million. I don't know what it's up with Chicago teams and not wanting to spend that money to get that ring, man. Crazy. 
Oh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see what the Sox do this year. Uh, they're 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 actually close of getting uh yeah they made some moves on the bullpen. Uh, hopefully yeah, they I, can yeah, get Trevor Bauer. A good up for them. Oh, he bro, I think he'd be a perfect fit in the South Side because he, he got that he got attitude. He's got that swagger. He got he and he carries himself with such a with such a vibe that I think a lot of a lot of people from the south side, especially in that area of Bridgeport, where they can gravitate to. He'd be a perfect fit, and 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 what what is so and what and what people likes what people like about him a lot is that that uh, he sees both sides to the pitcher and batters, you know, with the whole bat yeah. flipping and the unwritten rules. As much shit as he talks when he strikes you out, he'll be, you know, he, he you know, he takes his lumps like a man if you oh, yeah. sent, if you hit one off him. You know, he was signing with, with Tatis about that, that uh, Grand Slam. Yeah, yeah that, that point, he's definitely been a good pickup for them. So, you know. And he's look and he's and he's looking for a short term oh, deal, so it could work out for the Sox. So the yeah, Sox yeah, don't have to yeah, feel the overpay. Yeah. You got to overpay so. you. You come here playing like duty, you know what I'm saying? Playing like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be an interesting thing, and uh, so. Uh, I think that just about sells it for oh, the yeah, brother. We, for the episode for today. We really let loose. So <laughs> you know but, uh-huh. but uh, hell yeah. Before I go, um yeah, for real. I just wanna say this. Are you tired of your co host dancing all in your podcast? Cupping seats all in the podcast. Join nostalgic plays, brother. We don't do that over here. We strictly sports over here, fam. Ain't no dancing. You know what I'm saying? Death row for life. And uh, thank y'all for listening to us. And we hope y'all enjoy this episode. I'm LLC, G with the Twisted T. And I'm out. <laughs> and and thank you for, for for sticking with us through the end here. I appreciate you guys' support. Uh, we're just continuing to get better every every step of the way.